Hey, everybody. Happy Saturday night. Welcome to Don't Unfriend Me. I love the weekend edition because I get to think about things all day before I come on. And uh, I'm a little salty today. I'm not feeling, uh, well, very sentimental. I'm feeling a little salty. I guess that's the best word to describe us Navy guys. We get salty once in a while, and I think I'm there. And I've told you, my my biggest weakness is besides arrogance is being compassionate. I'm not a very compassionate person. I don't cry very often. Uh, I've gotten choked up in one video since I've been doing this, and I'm sure it'll happen again. But I'm being told that I'm supposed to be really choked up. One, because sad about Donald Trump, um, certainly still working on 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 uh, the election, but that he's lost and now it's president-elect Biden. But I've been told that I should feel sad about that. I, I don't, I'm not crying yet. And I've been told that I should also be really happy about Kamala Harris breaking the glass ceiling. And that's interesting because when I think about it, I just reflect on Hillary Clinton trying to break the glass ceiling. And I haven't seen somebody hit it that hard since Goose from Top Gun. Be right back. Oh, yeah. And I know when you record those videos that that intro kind of turns up a little bit more than than me talking or the videos that I show, but I just like to have that thing kind of kick it inside here. Matt from Don't Unfriend Me, it's wonderful to see everybody. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for joining us. Uh, This show is pretty fantastic. We enjoy having a good time with people. It's growing really quick. We've had the best week we've ever had. Uh, That's not saying much, but it's only been a month. But I'll tell you, it seems that people are starting to catch on and share and spread and have some fun. I love your engagement. Every like helps. Every share, follow. Please do that. It means a lot to me. So like, share, subscribe. Share with your friends, even if we're just posting. Love having the dialogue. I love all the messages. I may not get to you all the time, but it doesn't mean I don't care. These live events we do after this is our time to kind of chat. So like, share, and follow. That helps every single day. What the heck are we going to talk about? Well, there's a lot. I've been really looking at some things, and I've been trying to look through Facebook, and I've seen the other side of my friends. It's interesting. For four years, We were told that Trump supporters were scumbags and racists and horrible people. We're starting to see the side of the Democrats. They're getting a little lippy. I mean, they're kind of reminding me of Trump supporters. Amazing when you get power. It's kind of like feminism. It's not so much that men were in charge and women weren't. It's that women didn't have power. And now that women have power, the white male is kind of like uh, an endangered species, almost like the panda. It's interesting. We're the dumbest in the TV shows now and in the commercials. And I agree that that's okay because men ruled the whole world for way too long. But now it seems like the man is is subjugated to a little bit of sexism and maybe we've earned it. And that's okay. But uh, Democrats are, they're getting sassy, you know, they're toting. Listen, what did you win? It's kind of like when you spend $75 at the carnival game and you finally knock down three cans and you win a pink elephant. I, or in this case, a pink donkey, a pink jackass. Congratulations, Democrats. I hope you're happy. And we're going to talk about that. That consolation prize that you're toting around is the blue wave. It's really funny. Anyway, we're going to go into that a little bit later. But this really struck me as something super interesting. <sighs> This post was on a friend's page and it said, I'm not crying. You're crying. Now, first of all, sexism is wrong. 
Women are amazing creatures. They are the greatest in the world. Anything that can push a bowling ball out of that small space and bleed for seven days and not die has my respect. I don't want their job. I don't want any job because I know how hard it is. If you choose to be a housewife or a mom or you choose to go in the corporate world, it's hard. I get it. So I'm a feminist. I'm with you. But what I'm not is a virtue signaler. And this is virtual signaling. Make sure to wear shoes, ladies. There's glass everywhere. Do I have a throw up sound? I don't have one, so I'll just do the... Listen, she didn't do anything. I mean, can we be honest? Now, if she would have went in the primary and got more than 1% of the national vote and was running for president-elect, okay, she broke the glass ceiling. It's so stupid. Yes, it's good that there is a black woman in the White House, who is the vice president? Yes, that's that's absolutely awesome. But ladies, don't stop here. Don't be like, she did it. No, she didn't. She rode on the coattails of a man who limped across that nobody wanted, but they didn't want Donald Trump. So they made massive amounts of ballots and threw them out there and changed the electoral process so everyone could vote, even if they didn't ask to vote, which is the whole point of voting. You have to have some sort of skin in the game. No glass ceiling was broke. It may have cracked a little bit, but this is truly not the way any woman wanted to do it. At least that's my understanding from talking to friends, family, and and a few coworkers is that they're happy. And I'm happy too. I, listen, Kamala Harris, she, besides her cackle and that she doesn't know anything about politics and she has no idea what her policies are and she's subverting to a man, we'll do it, Joe says. Joe, what? You called him a racist and a sexist less than six months ago, but now he's the great white hope? Police, come on, man. Make sure to wear shoes, ladies. There's glass everywhere. Well, there may be glass everywhere, but it's probably just because... You might be in Philadelphia walking on the streets or you're in a riot city where they're throwing bottles. That's probably why there's glass, which is predominantly Democrat, too. This is crazy. Okay, I'm not going to virtue signal this. My buddy did this today and he's like, way to go, you black Asian South Pacific Caribbean woman in office. And I'm like, why do we have to do that? We've had a black president. That's great. We've had a black vice president. That's also great. We've had a female vice president now. That is also going to be great. But can we just stop with the firsts and let's just talk about what we're going to do to get this country back on track? And it's not Kamala Harris breaking that glass ceiling. If you're looking for someone to blame folks and Democrats are trying to figure out what happened, this is interesting. And here's why I'm going to call it BS. And for any of my female listeners, challenge me. We're going to talk about this live tonight. I don't think you will. I think you agree with me. I hope you agree with me because I think uh, I'm right. Let's look at the stage. Remember this when you weren't watching any of you? Three and a half months ago, six months ago, nine months ago, three months ago, you started coming in. But there was a little thing called a primary where about 24, 23 different Republicans, scratch that, Democrats, decided to run for the primary. And this drama unfolded 
And let me tell you, you had a black man in Cory Booker, you, who was a Democrat. You had Pete Buttigieg, who was the first open homosexual presidential candidate. You had Andrew Yang, who was Asian American as a Democrat. You had Tulsi Gabbard, which was very conservative, but Democrat, almost middle of the road as a Latin woman. You have Kamala Harris, who was a black Asian Pacific North Islander from Samoa in Canada. You had Amy Klobuchar, who was a bitter woman and probably, if I'm not mistaken, might be lesbian, but I don't think anyone knows. And she might be married and I could be wrong. And I'm not trying to sling mud. I'm just saying she may be. If she's not, it's my mistake. You had Roberto Beto O'Rourke, the most Latin white boy you've ever seen in your life. Roberto, who isn't Hispanic, Latin American. He's just a white guy. He's Irish and Scottish, but he pulled it off. And very similarly, you had Elizabeth Warren, who is one and 1,024th Native American. Let's give her a round of applause. I mean, because honestly, I just... We need our first Native American in office, and she would have been a great choice. Explain to me why none of these people are here. If we're trying to break a glass ceiling and the Democrats are the party of inclusion and diversity, why is there an 80-year-old white guy as our president? We just had an 80-year-old white guy as president and he wasn't good enough. Why is this 80-year-old white guy who acts a lot like the former 80-year-old white guy and we are clapping and applauding and saying, oh, look what we've done. Look, we've, we've basically destroyed our gains in the House. We're not going to win the Senate. The runoff is going to be absolutely a slaughter because it won't be mail-in ballots. You're going to get two Senate seats from that, and we're going to have the majority. You've got the SCOTUS. You got Biden in a lame duck presidency with Kamala Harris, who doesn't know anything. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, people, that you really need to understand. Joe Biden is not a socialist. He's not a progressive at all. He absolutely denied the progressive policies. He wouldn't talk about packing the court. He wouldn't talk about defunding the police. He wouldn't talk about changing the Constitution, adding Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. He's a moderate. And Joe Biden's always been a moderate. That's why I kind of like him. He actually had some guts and he stood up and he ran his campaign and good for him. He earned it. He beat Donald Trump. Maybe. They start finding fraud and double votes, which they will. They've already found some in Pennsylvania. This is confirmed. They just won a case of to throw out some votes and this will happen. And then if we start seeing these polling booth issues, which might be true or not, I don't know, the hammer thing that we read about last night. But I will tell you what they're going to find. They're going to find double votes, dead people voting, people out of state. They're going to find batch voting. Because that's what happens with mail-in ballots. It's what happens. How many people get 17 different mailers from the same company in our mailbox? It's the same advertising company. If they can't do it, you think our government can? Have you opened up your mailbox in the last three months? It's full of just ads all from the same company, wasting money. And all you do is just go trash, 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 trash. How many mail-in ballots were thrown away? 
Were they harvested? Were they used? Were they collected from garbage cans? I don't know. We're going to find out. And if there is no evidence, he needs to concede, shut up, sit down, and do the peaceful transfer of power. But why is there an 80-year-old white guy when all this diversity was here? Because America doesn't care about any of that. They didn't vote for Kamala Harris. They voted for Joe Biden. They don't like Kamala Harris. She broke no ceiling. You know the fizzy, fizzy lifting bubble drink in Willy Wonka where they take a sip and, oh no, and they go up. And why was grandpa in bed, but all of a sudden he gets the golden ticket and he's out of bed? That lazy mother, boop. I didn't like that part of that story. Anyway, he's floating up to the top of the ceiling and the blades are going. He's like, Charlie, Charlie, burp, burp. She's going into a blender. She's going to be put out to pasture. She's going to be the Dan Quayle of VPs. They don't want her there. Nobody wanted her there. She was there to curtail to a certain demographic and vote. And they got what they wanted. But nobody wants Kamala Harris. Everybody wanted Donald Trump gone. So can we stop pulling each other's chain and yanking each other's crank? That some There's glass everywhere. No, there's a bunch of cow shit everywhere. Oops, I got to bleep that out. So now I can say it again. There's just cow caca spread everywhere. It smells like Wyoming on a hot summer day. Enough. Enough. If we're looking for someone to blame here, and you've got Democrats eating Republicans and Republicans eating Democrats. Cats and dogs, mass hysteria, people just going crazy. You want someone to blame for that. So what are we doing? We're blaming each other. All right, Trump supporters, eat my liberal tears and Republicans saying seditious and traitors and don't give up on the fight. And, and everyone's just arguing. If I, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. If you want someone to blame, folks, I'm going to tell you who you can blame right now. And that's it. This election was lost because of coronavirus. It forced the election to change. Donald Trump built three and a half years of a ground game and it was all gone. He outpaced the Democrats. He outworked the Democrats. He got more people to register than the Democrats even could. And no one understood why the Democrats weren't working. About nine months ago, people were like, what is going on? Why don't the Democrats have a ground game? Why aren't they opening offices in every city? That's why. They outsmarted you. They outsmarted me. They outsmarted all of us. They outsmarted Donald Trump. That's why he's out there slinging rocks about the windows having paper over them. But there's no nothing real. Now, when the recount starts, we're going to find some meat on that bone. I'm pretty confident. How much meat? I don't know. Is it going to be a Tuscan Raider who found a... I don't even know. Gosh, my Star Wars references are off. It wouldn't be a Tauntaun. They're cold brother creatures. Wouldn't it be a womp rat? Would it be a womp rat? Yeah, they were on tattooing. It would be like a Tuscan Raider finding a womp rat in the middle of the desert. Will there be any meat on that bone? Or has it been picked clean? We don't know. We're going to find out. But if you want someone to blame, let's blame China. And let's go through a list of current events, folks. This isn't hard. This is pretty easy. 
China, Russia, economy were tied together. Pipeline deal got shut down. We started investing and in, in sending oil and ag to different surrounding countries around China, which ate into their profits. We stopped allowing them to dump steel, which was a billion-dollar industry, industry inside the U.S. We started putting tariffs on them. We stopped the deficit between the imports and exports and trade with China. And once we put tariffs on, they said, paraphrasing, that this is almost a prelude to war. So what's the harm? Let's release a harmless virus in the middle of our food market that we're aware of that we manufactured and we know from the original SARS string and let's release it. Do you think China has a problem killing its citizens? If you've studied anything about the Great Wall of China and the Mongols, you'll know it started there. We've had our own in the United States, Native Americans, Japanese Americans. China doesn't give a crap about its citizens and have killed them by the tens of hundreds of thousands. That's what communism does. Why would they give a crap? This was manufactured in China. This is the China virus. They released it in the Wuhan market and knowing exactly what it would do, that it was aggressive, that it would spread, that it would put our country in a state of chaos, and it did exactly what it did. And no, they don't give a flying crap about the millions that this has impacted. What's so shocking about this? All of a sudden in January, our October surprise just seems to happen. They understood the spread rate. They understood Donald Trump's numbers. They foresaw him getting reelected. Everyone did. 389 was the quote. 389 electoral votes. He was going to kill it. Even the Democrats knew. They had no chance. They were going to take the House, the Senate. They already had the Supreme Court. And it was literally going to be a dawn of Republicans. And probably not only win the next four years, but the next eight to 12 China saw this. And now who do they get? They get President-elect Biden. I will not call him Sleepy Joe. I will not disrespect him. And if I do, call me out. He is going to be my president of the United States as far as I know. So he will earn my respect. And so will President, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. And I apologize I didn't say that earlier. I'm still in the routine of calling her Kamala. Or Kamala. I, I don't know what she wants me to call her. So I'm just going to say Madam Vice President. But if you want anyone to blame, it's China. There's a big one. Nobody's saying that. You want to know why Donald Trump lost? Coronavirus. And it specifically is this virus, which absolutely created an, a pandemon pandemonium of epic proportions. However, have you noticed all the tens of thousands outside Philadelphia who are masked up with no masks? Masked up with no mask? They were on CNN today. Did you hear anything about uh, social distancing or masks? Our schools will be back open. Our economy will continue. The Rust Belt will dwindle down. The 6.8 million of joblessness will go down to about 2 to 3 million. 6.8, sorry, 6.8% will go to 2 to 3%. We'll get the PPP passed, even though we don't need it. Give it to the small businesses. Don't give it. We don't need any tax relief. We'll figure it out. Don't go another $2 trillion in debt. Save the top 5% small businesses that are ready to go out and take care of them but open up the economy and this problem solved. But this little thing right here, this little microbe, this aggressive protein eater is what caused this. And you can say that it was the Democrats, but it wasn't. 
It was the Chinese, not the Chinese Americans, not the Japanese or Koreans to you idiot Americans that can't tell the difference between someone and the different origins in Asia because you have not done anything to elevate your own brain. The Chinese government is responsible for that thing. So if you want to blame anybody, blame them. If you're looking for someone else to blame, this is a good start. I don't see Fox News on here, and they should be, because they are just as biased most of the day. The media has absolutely once again lied to every American, and you have eaten it up. You have slopped it onto the trough. You have shoveled it into your gullet and force kicked it down your esophagus with no resistance. If you don't learn now, I have no hope for you. Get your news from YouTube channels. Find someone credible who isn't a conspiracy theorist. Yes, even my show predominantly is pretty good at staying away from the crap and being fairly bipartisan. Partisan, part bipartisan, sorry. The fourth estate is no longer the fourth estate. It's the fourth trash heap. There is no more, more integrity in the halls of Congress, in the halls of justice, in the halls of the late legislature, or the confines and the round, semi-round shape of the Oval Office. And the fourth estate has no credibility left. Today, I was supposed to watch a video and cry along with Van Jones. And I will not, and I could not. It was the largest pile of horse caca, I don't want to edit twice, I've ever seen. It was forced, it was rehearsed, and it was ridiculous. We're going to watch it together because I forgot to run this morning and I need to throw up to gain weight or lose weight today. That's the way I feel. And this video will probably do it for you. Dan, what are your thoughts? <clears throat> it's, um, well, it's easier to be a parent this morning. It's easier to be a dad. It's easier. It's easier to tell your kids character matters. It matters. Tell them the truth matters. Okay, so the truth and character matters now. Starting now. But didn't matter for three and a half, four years when that network was toting Russian collusion and P-tapes and tax returns and rape and 16 women and Ukraine and North Korea, but truth and honesty matters now? You haven't even covered anything about the Biden laptop, which we'll never hear from. This is so phony. I want to just throw up in my mouth just to taste something somewhat other than the crap that is spewing out of Van right now. Being a good person matters. He had the Kleenex ready. He had the Kleenex ready. It's in his hand, ready to go.
Surprised he didn't break out his phone and put it on TikTok. If you're Muslim in this country, you, you, you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. That's not what he did. There was no Muslim ban, you simpleton. 87% of the Muslim countries and population were still able to come here. He banned the terrorist nations that just happen to have Muslims because a lot of Muslims are terrorists. We've been fighting wars against them. Have you ever heard of the towers? They were Sauds, but they were still Muslim. Somalians. Can we please stop pretending that the Muslim religion is one of peace and love? Have you freaking read the Quran? Lord, get your cry in, Mr. Jones. If you're an immigrant, you don't have to worry if the president's going to be happier to have babies snatched away or send dreamers. Babies snatched away? 500 of them. President Obama deported, like, what, 2.7 million illegal immigrants? 2.7? He created the cages. The pictures are from 2014. What the hell are we talking about here? Back for no reason. This is vindication for a lot of people who have really suffered. You know, the, the, I can't breathe. You know, that wasn't just George Floyd. That was a lot of people that felt that they couldn't breathe. Every day you're waking up and you're getting these tweets and you just don't know. And you're going to the store and, and people who have been afraid to show their racism are getting nastier and nastier to you. And you're worried about your kids and you're worried about your sister. And, and can she just go to Walmart and, and get back into the heart? Okay, I'm sorry. This is not 1950 and 1960. If you think that somebody in a grocery store is going to show and demonstrate openly racist behavior without Americans like myself and the rest of the Trump supporters, wouldn't stop that and snatch the freaking breath out of that person to make them not be able to breathe, you haven't been paying attention. And if you are terrified that we were going back, which policies are you afraid of? Tell me what he said that made you fearful. Black, brown, whether you peace standing up or peace standing down. What did he say? There is nothing. This is just simply drama. I feel the man's pain. I promise you he has seen racism. I promise you he's not lying right now. But this, I don't feel it. I don't agree with it. I don't buy it. Call me not compassionate. You have an opportunity in this country to make your own way. And if those things are happening in the grocery store, I seriously doubt that Mr. Jones has been in the grocery store in the last five to six years. He is extremely wealthy. He is a predominant pundit on CNN. And he absolutely does very well in life. And I understand that he may experience some things. But stop painting everyone with that brush. And please, the theater... You could have said all that and saved the, 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 the breakup in your voice till the end. It's ridiculous. Without somebody saying something to her. And, 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 and you spent so much of your life energy just trying to hold it together. And this is a big deal for us just to be able to get some peace and, 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 and have a chance for, for, for a reset. 
and, and the character of the country matters. And, 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 and being a good man matters. You know, I just want my sons to, to look at this. Look at this. You know, it's easy to, to, to do it the, the cheap way. And, and, and Do it the cheap. Okay, I'm done. I can't watch it anymore. I'm done. I can't. I won't do it. You're the man. You called him a Nazi. You called him a lump of white trash. You have disrespected on him on the national stage. And I admire Mr. Jones. I think he's in a very articulate, smart, educated, intelligent, well-put-together human being. And I would love to have a debate with him. Because if you want to talk about character, you have stood by as that media station you call that joke of a media station literally defame every American who did not agree with you. 50 million people, 70 million now. And there are more Trump supporters than that. Some of them did not come out to vote. But to sit here and talk about character and integrity when Anderson's Cooper's there and he described the president of the United States currently as a obese tortoise flipped over in the sun today. And you just heard that from Anderson Cooper. Your story becomes completely trivial and devout of any sincerity. And it comes off as inauthentic and plastic. This is to blame. If you're looking for someone to hate, it's not a Democrat. Your friends who are Democrats are not to blame for this. They're celebrating it, and that's tough, but they have a right to celebrate. They're going to be in power, and you're going to have to take it. You're going to have to learn how to take a hit. And we very well may turn some states around, and we may do a recount, and, and you know God will shine upon us. But right now, that ain't looking too good, man. And we need to build the ark. God's going to do what he can to stop the dam from flowing, right? I mean, that's what we think. But it doesn't mean we don't build the dam. We need to come together as a party and not get drugged down into the mud with the mentality of trashing the other party. It's just stupid. It hasn't worked for us, and it will never work for us. Ballots are to blame. This abortion of an election is to blame. We have a great opportunity right now. We have a great opportunity to not go high when they go low. I'm in no ways tired with my hot sauce, Hillary Clinton. We're better than what they say. We care more than they say. We love our country and the people in it more than they say. We have symbiotic interest with our fellow human beings, no matter what color they are or whether they wear a dress or pants, whether they're gay, straight, lesbian, whether they're religious, whether they're atheists, whether they're socialists or progressives or communists or libertarians or alt-right wingers, 
We all share this planet. We all share one common goal, and that is to thrive, stay alive, be prosperous, and have a family, and surround ourselves with as many people as we can to get through this mortal coil. There are some people who do not deserve to share that space, and that is Antifa, the fringe element of BLM, not all of BLM, Black Panthers, skinheads, Ku Klux Klan, Proud Boys, if they are deemed that way. That is not America, and that is not us. Those aren't Trump supporters. Those are people who may support Trump, but that does not make out who we are. You have nothing to apologize for unless you do. And I have nothing to apologize for. I defended President Trump over the last two and a half years. I lambasted and ran him through the coals for the first year and a half. I defended President Obama in his first term, and I lambasted and ran him through the coals his second term. I will support President-elect Biden the same way, and I have a feeling I will run him through the coals as well. It has nothing to do with how old he is, who his running mate is, what glass ceiling was or was not broke. It is simply my duty as a citizen to challenge the leadership that we put in place. We the people, not we the party. Accept defeat gracefully if that is what is in the cards. But we have a count to do, and it is not over. And I will tell you, if you know anything about politics, paper ballots are some of the most aggressively qualified ballots there are. And the Democrats might be disappointed when they start seeing tens of thousands of ballots going into the garbage because they brought this upon themselves. Let's wait and see. Stop the mudslinging, please. And reach out, unblock somebody, refriend them, apologize if you need to or accept theirs. And let's get back to what's important. Our families, barbecues, having a beer and reaching out if there are people who are afraid and telling them that you have nothing to fear from me and I have nothing to fear from you. That's it. That's just my opinion. Don't unfriend me. That would be a shame. I love talking to y'all. Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1 if you know a veteran who's having a problem. If they're down in the dumps and down in the gutter, I need you to make that phone call. Call me, text me. There's some people here on the military you see every night live. Reach out to one of us. We will help. Veterans Crisis Hotline, if you are not a veteran, they will help you as well. It's that important. Last little plug for me. Please like, share, subscribe. Share it with a friend. I don't cuss anymore. I might say a little bit, but I'll bloop it out. But like, share, subscribe. It helps out. The website's almost complete. I'm getting that done. I'm working on it every night. And uh, podcasts are going well. So thank you for watching. Thank you for stopping by. It's a long one tonight. Thanks for hanging with me. We'll see you soon.